Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. Well, we are back for another exciting episode, but I have the housekeeping updates to get to you first thing. Uh, so last episode, if you listened to last episode, I said I was in the process of updating the website. Well, that has been updated, so you can revisit TrendingTopicsWithBBPodcast.com for any information and updates regarding this podcast. And I assume you have already subscribed wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, Podbean, wherever you're getting this podcast, please subscribe and leave a favorable rating or comment. It helps me uh, be found, but more primarily within Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and if you're on Spotify, please follow. Uh, They have updated the Spotify app if you're on your phone, so you should be able to find podcasts and follow Turning Topics with BB. Along those lines, also, uh, there is official merch provided by my partners at tpublic.com. I have provided the link in previous episode descriptions, and it will be in this episode description. So if you want to support this podcast, please check out the merch. You can get the logo on pretty much any item, such as a t-shirt, a laptop uh, bag, a cell phone case, even a baby onesie, uh, or even just stickers if you want to like be... Uh, a cool person and just put a sticker somewhere in the world like those old was it the six million dollar man stickers from like the 90s where they just showed up all over the world uh that'd be funny if my podcast was just randomly stuck in some places um but along the lines it by buying the merch uh any proceeds from that merch help keep this podcast alive i do have a couple sponsors but even then um it you know the all of those combined help keep this podcast going well now that that's out of the way uh my guest this week is another one of my f- new acquaintances actually no new friends uh this is another discussion concerning uh the tv show lucifer as well as the convention that we affectionately call lucicon uh where we met and uh, had the privilege of chatting about our experience at the convention, as well as how we got into the show, what uh, makes the show so special, all of that. Uh, well, really just what makes us Lucy fans, because the show has uh, brought people together of all walks of life, uh, like a lot of things do in life, but this uh, is a special TV show. So without further ado, I give you my wonderful chat with Charlotte, uh, she is fantastic, and I hope you enjoy our discussion. This episode is brought to you by Teeth Powder 2.0. Have you been searching for fluoride-free toothpaste alternative? Are you looking to improve your overall oral health? Then Teeth Powder 2.0 is for you. Teeth Powder 2.0 strengthens enamel, eliminates plaque, and improves your overall oral hygiene. Log on to teethpowder.com. Clicking the products tab, then using promo code TT with BB to save 15% on orders of two or more. Free shipping for all U.S. orders. Again, that is T E E F P O W D E R dot com with promo code TT with BB. And welcome to my podcast, Charlotte. And well, kind of, this is take two for the listeners out there. But uh, 
we're going to talk about how we met and continue with this series of awesome chats about show Lucifer and the Lucifer convention and all of the craziness that's been going on surrounding this show. Because like, uh, if you get a chance to listen to the new episode uh, that I recorded yesterday with Miranda, um, we talk about how there's something about the show Lucifer that's like special and it extends all the way down from the cast and crew to the fans. Uh, so we'll get to that in a minute. But welcome, Charlie, and, and talk about like what we were just getting into is why you decided to go to LucyCon and how we met and all the good stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so... Um, I decided to, uh, take this trip out of nowhere, um, uh, to LA to this convention that I saw come up on, on Twitter with a link. And, um, I, I had this money, um, from other plans that kind of got canceled. I was supposed to go to South Africa with my school and you had to put down like a, a down payment of 1500, just like off the bat to secure your spot. Um, and so then it got canceled and, I was like, dang, okay. So I was going to use it to buy a car and then was like, well, that's taking too long. So I'll do something better with it. I just don't know what yet. And then I saw the link come out on, I I saw the link come out on Twitter with creation um, entertainment. And um, I was like, this is insane. So I felt like it was an opportunity that might not come back again because of this supposedly being, you know, the last season that they're going with for the show. Um, And so I flew out, um, but before I, you know, decided to kind of do it, um, I, I tweeted Trisha Helfer, um, who who plays um, mom and like also like the goddess of all creation and Charlotte Richards on the show, um, who I said like, can you help me because you know like I want to fly out, but money's tight and trying to convince my mom to go could be like you know challenging, so. She responded back with like a personal message directed to my mom, but mentioned me in it, which was cool. And um, so I ended up going and um, I ended up like meeting a bunch of, you know, Lucy fans that we've all been kind of following each other on on Twitter. Um, And I don't know, it's just like really neat to be able to like fly out somewhere. Um, I mean, I flew out with my friend as well, but I knew like I was going to have like a group of people just knowing that our fandom is also like a family and everyone was going to be there. So to have that and know that flying from like the East coast to the West coast um, was like something that was really comforting and like unique um, just in that experience part of it itself <clears throat> itself. So yeah. Um, I'm not sure if, what what else I was gonna say after that but <laughs> well no worries well how did you did you watch what, um, Lucifer yeah did you watch Lucifer when it was on Fox because I will admit I came late into the game not until it was on Netflix because I haven't had real tv for four or five years and so my story was I didn't watch it when it was on Fox which is probably one of the reasons why I got canceled because a lot of us just don't watch normal tv and but I do remember seeing the hashtag last year, the year before Save Lucifer, but I didn't know what it meant. I just thought it was some random thing going on. Um, 
And so I had some coworkers that were like, you should check the show out as we talk about all the stuff we watch on Netflix or whatever, kind of around the, not really around the water cooler, but like just when we're at work and we get a chance. And some other people were talking about the show and they were like, you should watch it. I think you'd really like it. And I was like, all right. So I came home one evening after work, made my dinner, turned it on. And then in the first 15 minutes of the pilot, I was hooked and then proceeded to watch all four seasons in six days. Um, <laughs> I was a little bit, talk about binge watching. So it was just really funny. I mean, there's something about the show. I've never been so emotionally invested in a TV show before. And I say that because I've been around for a while. I've watched a lot of content, but I've never, I don't know, for something about the show in terms of the diverse cast, the impeccable writing, the comedy, everything that's surrounding the show. Because I was never really into, sorry fans, but I'm never really into Supernatural and all these other ones that are kind of related. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I was in, which is kind of funny, which cracks me up about the one episode where Lucifer watches Bones, because Bones mm-hmm. was one of my all-time favorite shows. So I loved, because I had just finished watching it. I had seen, before I got to that episode, uh, I was like, this kind of reminds me of Bo. And then, and then, then they did that episode and I laughed so hard. But he was like, I just watched the entire series and our relationship mirrors. And it was a Fox show too. So it was back when I had TV. But anyway, um, <laughs> just, just that. And then the more research I did, and by research, I mean watch videos on YouTube, learn about other conventions. That's what prompted me to go to the convention. I literally just Googled. I was like, I wonder if there's a convention. And then it popped up. And then I looked at tickets and I could, I could afford it. And I was like, it's LA and I live in Arizona. So I'm going. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then we just all started, I just started mingling. And the funny thing is online when I met you on Twitter and all a bunch of places is I used to be in, I come from the music world. So I was very heavily going to music festivals and concerts. And I used to be in fandoms concerning, you know, pop groups and stuff like that. So I, I've been on Twitter since it's impending start. And I used to be on mm-hmm. Twitter a lot back then. But for the last four or five years, like since I really quit TV, I ha- I've been on Twitter, but not much. But come with Lucifer and all this I'm back now on Twitter and talking to people and it's it's been fun because um contrary to other fandoms and, and worlds there's not the drama and competitiveness that I've experienced in the past uh which is probably why I had such a blast at Lucicon because meeting everybody and kind of everybody just being positive and there to support each other and the cast it was really cool Absolutely. Yeah. No, I feel the same way because I I also um, am really big into music and I'm part of like a fandom for like just like this one like artist that I've been following for like years now. Um, And I kind of like I kind of just died out of, you know, like being so active on Twitter. Um, And then like I remember popping on Twitter for one of the like season two, like when it started the, the season like two part of it and they did the party. Um, so I had interacted with pretty much almost every cast member on the show at that point. Cause you know, like they weren't, you know, as big yet because Netflix, they weren't on that type of platform. Um, 
so there was kind of like more reach to be able to um get to more fans in that regard without it being like over I don't want to say overpopulated but you know what I mean like really really hard to like respond to a lot more people um and then like I kind of you know like it was just kind of come in waves sort of uh, but I wouldn't be constantly active on Twitter like I am now with the fandom that we have here um and I find it really fascinating to see just how like active um our fandom is like every day honestly since since I started kind of coming back to Twitter from last um last May um and I remember being on it a little bit before that to try and do the Lucifer campaign when everything was going on there when they first canceled the show um but yeah well I just find it interesting well this whole thing is kind of weird to me but but it's also because my day job kind of is connected in a way to the industry in terms of um streaming content so my day job I do advertisements I work for a company that does advertisements for streaming television so certain (laughs) networks and and stuff we put the advertisements so if you're like for instance if you have like a playstation and you're you're watching tv through that network a lot of those ads I've probably worked on um that's so funny but that's why we kind of all talk about what we're we're streaming and what we're watching just kind of mm-hmm. it kind of relates but kind of not and i since i've cut the cord like i said for years i've just noticed more and more people doing the same thus network television not being as popular so with the way that is all played out i feel like the show being on netflix despite all this other media reports of people quitting Netflix I feel like it's more popular now than it ever has been um yeah and I feel that it's kind of really bittersweet that it's ending I mean I understand that it's a combination of the cast and crew maybe wanting because I know Joe and Ildi have said in past uh Joe and Ildi the the showrunners have said oh, we only anticipated six seasons to begin with. Um, And then being that the show got brought back and now on Netflix, they want to end on their own terms, which I am totally on board with that because I I hate it when a show gets canceled, which is why we all thought the same thing. I guess if you watch season three, you'll know why everybody was like, what? It can't end there. But it's it's interesting that it, it's only going to be this fifth and final season, even though they extended it with six episodes. This would mm-hmm. be 16, which is basically either a five and a half, or if they break it into two sets of eight, it technically is six seasons, depending on how you look at it and how Netflix, what their intentions are. But I've been thinking, and also probably to the overthinking, because I've rewatched the panels, because people did end up... Um, recording most of everything that happened at Lucicon other than our photos and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. when that question got asked to Tom about how is he feeling about it ending? Yes. Other than the moment where he helps the fan that was crying, because that makes me cry every time I cried then. And I've cried probably every, all the 20 times I've watched this video. Um, mm-hmm. 
but when they asked that one question, if you go have a chance to, the listeners out there have a chance to go check this video out. A fan asked about how he's feeling about the cancellation and then this being the ending. And I don't, I, even though they know it is, they're not that. Yeah, they don't want to focus on that too much. Yeah, because they've be all become a really close, tight-knit family. Yeah. Um, the whole cast and crew. And it's just weird that they would, I don't know, because the, if you look at the binge reports, ever mm-hmm. since May, it's been in the top five. Top five, yeah. And it for eight weeks in a row, it was number one, which is unprecedented mm-hmm. for Netflix. Yeah. Um, so when people say it's Netflix decision, part of me believes it's not because Netflix, it feels like, in that case, if it's binge watched that much, Netflix would want to keep it on. Um, especially with the impending launch of the Disney app coming out. Oh yeah, Ugh. all the Disney content's going to move to that. So that, and then Warner's going to have their own. So I don't know if that means that everything that's Warner Brother owns, which is Lucifer, is a Warner Brothers property, mm-hmm. is going to end up on that app. But that I think that's two years away. But my point being is. I understand from the business and industry point of why they want to end it on their own terms. Right. But I also, as a fan, don't want it to end because I feel now we've all found our friends and the cast and crew are seeing it. I mean, in bar, it was her first con and now she's like going to all the cons. So that was amazing. Yeah. And, uh, so what are your thoughts on the whole thing? I, I kind of rambled on about it, but I just, being how everything's kind of played out, it's kind of sad that it's coming to an end. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, my, my thoughts, I mean, I I feel like the same way uh, in regards where it's, um, it's something that like, they're really glad, if anything, they're just the bottom line is they're really grateful that they get to, end it in their own terms because fox didn't give them that so having that um experience i feel like they're really just grateful for this opportunity whereas they they just kind of were stripped from that um and they weren't prepared for it that either like they were just as shocked as we were when they were axed off of fox's network without any type of explanation to them um, regarding that let alone to the fans or you know the public um so I mean I totally get that it's just as like a fan um it's like heartbreaking because like you said I mean we all are just kind of finally like for the most part feeling like we we kind of know each other a little more now especially with um some of us who were um, able to go to like this convention um in the U.S. um and then also, like for me too, is the hardest thing I think to accept it is how Ildi and Joe, the showrunners, mentioned um, and have expressed, along with like DB and other cast members, that they'd be more than you know open and willing for like a season six if it was ever like you know given them if like that chance was ever given to them. Um, and then I just part of me really wonders like what their what their vision or originally was to some degree 
since they anticipated at least six seasons um, and how that would look and how it would have played out, you know, kind of like the flip side to how it's kind of being like cut prematurely a little bit by one season. Um, And I just like, I don't know, I I, like, I really want to see like what that season would look like. So it's just hard for me to accept any of this. Um, And um, DB had mentioned that uh, at the conference, um, the reason we got uh, an extra six episodes for this upcoming season from Netflix is due to the fans. And um, I was actually part of the um, more than 10 episodes campaign on Twitter. And it was just really, really like a big sense of accomplishment um, for a lot of us who like retweeted and t- took plate uh, well took part in that. Um, I know today like those same people who were in that group for the more than five um, or more than ten um, episodes um, today they actually have been hosting on Twitter like a- another mini campaign uh, just to try and you know kind of go out with a bang and sit and do like a more than 10 or more than five um, seasons um, like trending thing to try to see what they could do. But, you know, I'm like, Hey, like it doesn't hurt to retweet it and do some tweets here and there. Cause if anything, either something will come of it or it won't, but to be a part of it is something that I think is so important to me. So I've been, you know, a little bit involved um, as well in this campaign too. Um, because it's just like, you know, we don't we don't want to just let it go and 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 kind of just um, I don't know, just accept I guess it in in a way. And we just well, are known for having a voice, right? And I think, not to cut you off, but I think um, it it's it's interesting because when you think about the power of the fact that as social media and we brought back the show and then I know since I've been posting about it on my social media about how much I love the show just since May and then going to the convention that other Mm -hmm. fans that I didn't know were fans that are old friends on Facebook or whatever like oh I love the show Um, and I think the fact that it appeals to everybody so it appeals like a appeals from young folks to older folks it has such a broad demographic like everybody finds entertainment in it mm-hmm. for the most part uh i think that's another reason why it was so big but also from in other interviews and, and videos i've seen from the cast and crew the fact that it was actually distributed on netflix and amazon and hulu and other avenues worldwide while it was on Fox. It was only on Fox in the US. Mm-hmm. So and then and by doing that, it's hugely successful in other countries and other parts of the world, which could have been part why Netflix and in areas where it was already on Netflix, Netflix was like, well we'll pick it up because it's already popular in say Brazil or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and I think that was cool, but that, 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 that kind of goes back to the point I was making earlier about TV changing in terms of everything being streamed. Yeah. Uh, I think Fox needs to, I mean, Fox has had issues in the past about prematurely canceling things, but I, 
the whole TV landscape is changing, and it's going to be interesting to see how things continue from here because everything's going to be some sort of uh, streaming service, and it's well. And I to go back on your point about I don't know what they envisioned for like for the six seasons. Mm-hmm. I don't either. And I'm also a proponent of not stretching out a season too long. Like I don't understand how Supernatural ended up with like 14 or 15 seasons. It was only I think they were only supposed to have five, but the show was such a cult following that they just kept going. But apparently, everybody who's watched from the beginning says it should have ended after like five or six or whatever. Mm-hmm. so I agree I don't want to go in like 10 seasons for no reason oh yeah of course like I mean especially with stretch it mm. right and especially with the will they won't they exactly they TVs going yeah it I mean they did that on bones that's why it was funny is because of bones spoiler alert bones and booth had right. this tension for like four or five seasons and then they finally like start to get it together and then they end up spoiler alert together and then people say it lost its appeal after that i don't agree because by then you fell in love with the characters and you wanted them to be together but that's just me um but anyway it's it's very like because the show is so rich with storytelling around every character not just chloe and lucifer Mm mm-hmm I think that's why it's also so appealing because you care about every character. You care about Maze, you care about Menadiel, you care about everybody loves Trixie. Mm-hmm. We don't oh, see enough of her. And you care about Dr. Linda and you care about Dan, even though Dan's a douche. <laughs> and, and you we fell in love with Eve, even though we all thought we weren't. They made her appealing yeah. as the ex girlfriend, which was because Enbar played that so great and so it's it's hard it's it's interesting how this is playing out especially since it's such a well-made show mm-hmm. and there and yes there's so much content out there and so many shows you could watch but that's why I think the show is starting to stand out from a lot is because it does stand out. It's it's well rounded. It's it ticks all the boxes. It, yeah. <laughs> that makes me laugh now. Um, from the con. Um, oh, Tom. Um. <laughs> anyway, so it, it's it's one of those. Obviously, it's it's affected a lot of us in a positive way, in my opinion. Some might say that we're obsessed, but. <laughs> I feel like there, there's worse things we could be obsessed with. So, yeah. I mean, I think what was cool too is just yes, there's these conventions, but what's cool with meeting you and talking to you and a few other the other people. We, I think I was standing next to you when Charlotte came by. Yeah, because you, you gave me a hug, and then the um. The people you were sitting with when, because I believe you have a video or someone had a video of when he like gave away the shirts, but like you guys were like with me and you guys gave me a hug, hugs because like I, I couldn't like stop like just freaking out after because like I just like started crying and like I couldn't like shut it off basically, which never actually, like I've never had that happen to me before. <laughs> um, 
to that degree. So, um, yeah, um, that was really like I, I'll never forget that. Like that was really awesome. And like, having- well, yeah, because you had just finished saying that you made these shirts for <laughs> Trisha, and then she start she walks by. Yeah, we were- it was just like like you couldn't have planned that. I couldn't have. Pl- I know that was the crazy thing. We were just asked to like. They were like, um, wait, please, like, wait here a minute, and we're like, okay, and then we look up, and like she's walking past us, and I'm like. I'm just like in shock at that point. I'm like, wait, what is going on? Kind of like Linda, like what just happened, you know? Um, and then like, I turned around as she had passed us already down the hall. Um, and I'm just like, I turn around, I'm like, wait, like it's my birthday. Like, hi. And I'm like waving. And she like turns around with the same like emphatic waving her, her whole face is like just a huge like glow of like love and like smiling and her eyes are wide and she just waves back with the same energy and is like, hi, like, happy birthday. And it was just like the craziest like moment because like, wow, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was cool. I mean, I was standing right next to you. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing is, yeah, I'm a little bit older than you. So I've had experiences in my past of meeting celebrities or musicians or whatever. However... I found myself leading up to the con, nervous to meet Tom mm-hmm. for some odd reason. Yep. And I've met a lot of people that I've admired in the past. Yeah. And, I ne- and I'm usually very calm, cool, and collected. Yeah. And I was a little bit nervous because I was trying to figure out what pose I wanted for the photo op. Oh, in the past, I never cared. Yeah. And then, then the moment happened. Yeah. And I, lo- I lost my shit. Like, <laughs> I felt like I blacked out. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I had to have a retake because in the moment it didn't go as planned, apparently. And then Chris was like, retake. And so then I went back and had a retake, which, which is my profile photo now. Yeah. But it's that never happened to me before. But I also, disclaimer, have an affinity. I'm an Anglophile, so I have an affinity for anybody in the culture of British people. Mm. I love the UK. I love their actors. Like, I'm a huge Benedict Cumberbatch fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge, just overall, I was a Sherlock fan. And I like anything on the BBC. I love their, like, talk show hosts. Their, like, British banter and humor. Mm-hmm. So, I it was kind of duh that I was going to like the show. Like, if they made him be, like, because I've gone back and watched Rush. Yeah. I, it watched just came here. I watched it once. Yep. It's a good show. But the fact that he had the American accent in it. <laughs> it was so awkward, honestly. Yeah, it was. That's why I haven't gone back and watched it again. <laughs> yes, because I'm like, here. it's not him. I know. It's it's so funny because like some of the words he would say, just simply like the word what it wouldn't come out of his mouth. Like it like naturally, like it almost sounded like it didn't fit as it was like trying to be said. You know what I mean? Like just certain like words like that on the show Rush when he try to just use his accent um or like our accent as his accent in American and um yeah it was just like um I don't know like you could you would tell it wasn't he was like <laughs> yeah it just it just felt weird especially now that mm-hmm. I know that he's British mm-hmm. it's different when it's a good American accent because there's a lot of great British Australian actors that if you didn't know anything they did beforehand and didn't know who they were and then they play <laughs> they play somebody american it's good at it 
you wouldn't know. But him now knowing that he's British and Lucifer was basically British, and then you go watch Raj, although a good show, and he still acted well in it, it is still weird with that accent. So I'm glad they he dropped that for Lucifer because I don't think it would have worked at all. No, and you know Rachel just wouldn't have had it. <laughs> yeah, she'd have been like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's funny, and not not to say that his American accent was bad. It's just not him. Yeah, know? I'd rather. And then if you go watch Miranda, it's amazing. <laughs> I love Miranda. Yeah. Um, anyway, to kind of go back to the, the experience, um, right. what do you think makes this show, other than we talked about a little bit about the fandom, but why do you think the show has appealed to so many? Well, I mean, the humor off the bat, because it's, it's cheeky. So that, mm-hmm. that's kind of like you know um like one of the most like stapled things about the show at this point and I know that they talked about wanting to keep that from like the pilot onward um and uh I think like with that comes an appeal to people of all ages because they can relate to it and it's not too like you know graphic and there's not a lot of nudity especially on Fox they were very strict you know um so I think that's kind of what built the uh, kind of potential for many types of fans of all ages. Um, you can watch it as like a nine-year-old with your mom or your grandma or something or your grandpa. And, um, you know, it, it's okay. Um, or you could be like someone like me or you, like in our, you know, at, t- at the time I was in my late teens when I found it. Um, and now, you know, my early 20s. And, you know, it's just like one of those things like you you see Tom and it's like, well, damn, like, He's like beautiful <laughs> and the whole accent. I mean, British accents, like you said, like they are lovely. Um, I mean, matter of opinion, but I feel like a lot of us who watch your show are like, please just like continue speaking. I can listen to you all day kind of thing, like in his accent. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, and also just we had, you had mentioned it earlier on, but the fact that like the show has a backstory with every character for the most part um, is something that really adds a lot of value and more of a reason to watch it I feel like because you have um obviously you have Lucifer and Chloe and everything with like the cases that's kind of like I don't know I feel like that's almost like a a little like distraction or like you know what I mean because every time I try to watch the show I try so hard to focus on the case that they're on and I try to follow it and I always lose what we're talking about because I'm so caught up in like their banter with each other you know what I mean so like (laughs) <laughs> I think I think like with that and then like the relationships going on with like Chloe and Maze and Maze and Linda, Linda and Amenadiel, uh Dan and Charlotte in some cases, you know. There's just so much and I think like if if we were able to like get more ba- more backstories in depth about each character, that would just be like almost like a whole another like series in itself but the fact that there is so much like depth to each character and we get to see that is it helps a lot and it it makes it stand out well I agree and uh I think 
yeah, not to like keep harping on it, but I also think too, what appealed to me coming from, we both come, I mean, I'm sure all of us to an extent come from this, but I, I heavily, music is like my life. And I think the fact that the show, mm-hmm. they actually spent budget on the music and the fact that it was intertwined with the fact that Lucifer, the character, owns this nightclub slash piano bar and and the fact that they stumbled on the fact that Tom could sing, which made mm-hmm. Lucifer sing, and the fact that the their choice of music on the show just works. And to kind of go back with what you said about the more procedural thing of the fact that it's a case by case thing, like a case of the week, what are we solving, what murder here, which we've seen on so many shows. But I I like the fact that they, if you really pay attention, they, they, along with their banter and their relationship, they parallel their relationship with what's going on in the case. So if you really pay attention, Mm -hmm, most of the time it's, it's Lucifer trying to figure out based on the case what's Mm -hmm. going on with him and Chloe and other people. Yeah. And I think that's clever. I mean, I also think it's great that they have the element about, Dr. Linda, and he's going to therapy to learn more about mm-hmm. how to deal with being himself and the issues. Because a, a lot of us out there have been in therapy for mental health. I talk about it on this podcast in previous episodes, and I just think that's a cool element to the show is the fact that not only just Lucifer, but she helps out other characters in the show deal with their demons pun intended uh <laughs> and i think yeah i just think it's it's a very clever witty well thought out show that's loosely based on the comment i don't know i haven't really read the comics so i don't know right um but from what i've been told it's loosely based so mm-hmm. they've been able to expand and make the story arc change but I also have felt that the change from season one to season four, if you go back and rewatch it, and not only do you miss things that you didn't see the first time, and I've rewatched the show so many times, I'm like, oh, I didn't notice that in this episode. Um, yeah. The evolution of them as a cast, I mentioned this in the previous episode, but the evolution of the cast becoming more acquainted and becoming family created better chemistry along the way. Do you feel that same way? This episode of Trending Topics with BB is brought to you by Podbean. Did you know that 2018 was the year of the podcast? Hell, I may have made that statistic up, but due to the popularity of the podcasting medium, it is a great way to help your brand or business grow. This podcast is going on four years of labor and love and trial and error. That's why I chose to host my podcast on Podbean. Podbean is one of the medium's best options for hosting your podcast that has been and will constantly evolve over time. My listeners can get one free month now of hosting by heading to www.podbean.com slash ttwithbb. Again, that is www.podbean.com slash ttwithbb. I mean, because it makes it kind of more realistic, even though in the heart of the show, it talks about celestial beings and all of that and the supernatural part of that. But 
at the very heart of it, they've found out a way to write these characters to make them as close to human as possible. And the fact that it's about the most irredeemable character getting redemption, I just think is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's so crazy because like when I um when I first like found the show, it was you know by accident, total accident. Um, I actually I actually when I when I first came across it, um, the only part of the show that was available to me from Fox being like on demand with the way I I found it, um, the summer of 2016 was I had to start from episode nine, which is Tom's favorite episode with you know a priest walks into a bar. I love and that then, episode. Me too, me too. I was like, this is like the coolest thing. So that was like my um my introduction. And then I had to go back and watch it from like the beginning when I found a way to kind of binge it online when I was in college after that. Um but just like at that point, like I, I just loved the show for, you know, what it what it was and how it appeared. And then like, you know, all these years later through watching it you know, some, some things have kind of changed, like, in my life, and, like, you know, life goes at its own pace, and different things kind of come up and happen, so in that, like, lately, in the past, like, year or two, um, people, like, in my family and stuff have kind of come and gone, and some people, like, I'm able to, like, watch the show as an escape, and, like, it's, like, crazy, like, I will find so many similarities from Lucifer's character to people in my own life and I don't know it's just like it's become like therapy for me and it's also just become like overly relatable to the point where like I never thought like I'd be able to relate to a show like I have you know what I mean I agree um I think well I I, I've gone through some stuff myself and just with how life is and how I'm in, I'm in this, what the show has been inspirational, what was, is that I've been in this, like, wagon wheel and going to my day job, you know, adulting, you know, paying bills, living life. Um, mm. And, I, you know, I have these hobbies and stuff I do, but it, some of it I was getting sick of, and stuff was happening. And then I found the show. And it inspired me to kind of figure out really what I want to do because I'm on the precipice of like a career change where I kind of have aspirations to kind of do stuff in Hollywood with music. And and so I've had it for a while, but it wasn't until like I mentioned earlier in this episode about how prominent the music is that I was like, that could actually be a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, but it's also the way that they deal with grieving in the show and because I I've had we've all go through our things with our families and friends and people come and go like you mentioned and so I think and I'm not a very overly emotional person to when I watch content I've never been a big crier in movies TV in the past but while I was watching the show like it's hard not to get emotional and I don't understand. I don't know if it's just me in my life at this point or just basically just how good the show is 
to be this emotionally invested in the show because I literally was like yelling at the TV. I'm laughing. I'm crying. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> Grab a drink because you'll need it, as he said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it, but I feel like we are all having that reaction. I mean, we all wouldn't have wanted to go to a convention about a show with a lot of us by ourselves mm-hmm. if, if we didn't feel the same way. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Like... Yeah, um, it kind of takes a lot to move me depending on, you know, what I'm watching and how it, like, connects to me and stuff. Um, I know in episode eight, I definitely, of season four of this season um, for Lucifer, I, I definitely shed some tears, but specifically in episode eight, I believe it was, where, or it could be not. That but a super bad boyfriend? I think so. That Wait, one makes me cry yeah. every time, but I also yeah. feel for that whole storyline well exactly that's it and the fact that db was you know behind the whole like idea of that which i'm not surprised at all based off of just you know following him for a bit um like that was so beautiful and so i mean relatable to life obviously like that's what they're going for to like tell that narrative and that story and everything um it was just crazy and then it's also that same episode where Lucifer's like, why do I hate myself? Like, yeah, not that I like, not that I hate myself, but I just, I know like so many people and like some in particular, like within like my immediate family that I swear, like feel that way when they, you know, harbor like guilt like that and just feel like the whole weight of the world is like on their shoulder. And it's like their responsibility to like, take responsibility for everything that's kind of happened up until a certain point in time and they're not able to get over it and it's like hard for them to admit everything you know what I mean like I'm like geez like Ildi and Joe and like DB like what are you trying to do to me right now (laughs) you know like it's just it's crazy um but yeah I I, that was like the most I think I've ever been so emotional with this show before was like with that and then like a side note um Antoine Tanner who plays like the drug dealer um or the drug like yeah I guess the drug dealer like in in that episode yeah, I've seen I'll, him in a lot of other stuff I recognized yeah. him um I oh my god I was just so psyched to see him in this because One Tree Hill is literally like I'm wearing the sweatshirt right now of One Tree Hill clothes over bros and everything but geez I grew up with that show like that was my childhood and since it had ended back in 2012 and because of the way TV and streaming has been, I always felt so like overloaded and like never had enough time to sit down and watch and appreciate any other show after that. Um, and like from like from that point on, I never stayed with anything or bothered watching anything else. So Lucifer, right after One Tree Hill, like that is the, this is the only show that I care enough to binge. I've never binged a show before in my life until I found Lucifer. Um, and I was in college and decided to binge the entire season one in the first night because that's all there was you know out there at that time and um, it was just it's just like I don't know like a monumental kind of show in so many ways for me Um, but yeah so seeing like Antoine I was like that's my boy like that skills and then like not too far along into the show after they like showed Antoine in it they um 
the boy and DB were walking to get ice cream and they had some commentary and mentioned like, oh, you got some skills. And I just, I freaked out because I was like, bro, they use Antoine's like kind of like nickname from Wondry Hill, like in this like whole kind of setup. I don't know if they intended to. A little Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm so proud, you know, but Antoine (laughs) knows that because we talk sometimes, but yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, there's been a, a lot of those moments though with the show. That that episode is just deep. Uh and you'll know what we're talking about for those that haven't watched it. For those that have watched it, they know exactly what we're talking about. Um <laughs> But there's another moment in the show that I won't give away. It's kind of give away some spoilers, but about the episode of with Charlotte in season three. Um and well, I had I asked we kind of talked about this last on the last episode, but in your opinion, what are your favorite seasons? Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> gee, um, wow, it's so hard to pick. Ah, oh, I love, I love season one for the appreciation of, I guess, kind of like the the beat of the show, the way they set it up um and it was kind of fun to see how tom's tone in it from when they kind of started um to how it changed towards like episode 11 of season one and then so on to be like more british because i felt like it was like a hybrid in a sense of like british and american but like a smoothed over version compared to rush (laughs) um i agree with you on this that his accent has changed but even in British, like he's become more of himself and less Lucifer, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, because like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree um, completely. It's neat. He almost sounds more, like even more British on the show than he does in real life, meeting him at the con a little bit. I feel like it's, I don't know, it's like an interesting dynamic that's going on. <laughs> well, he didn't mention that it's still a Lucifer voice. It's not his voice. He kind of based the character on like Mick Jagger with a hint of, do you say Oscar Wilde or No Cowell? Some somebody No Cowell, somebody. Yeah, yeah. who's very British, so it's very like that charming side of British, that dialect that is very like they speak eloquently. Yeah, and fast, but you you understand it. Mm-hmm. Because I've heard people say they don't understand somebody who has a British accent. And I'm like, they're speaking English. Like, it's just a different accent. Right. Um, yeah. But I feel like he, um, along with a lot of kind of the acting, the accent, as you mentioned, has changed. And I I, mm-hmm. I, I love that you brought that up because, wow. Um, but it's not bad, though. It's just interesting. What are your thoughts? Right, exactly. On, well, what are your thoughts on the fact that his eyeliner has changed? <laughs> that, that what happened? Like it's <laughs> like what, 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 what I mean. Like, have you noticed that it's less? By the time you get to season four, he wears less and less eyeliner than when he started in season one. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I was like, I remember looking at my screen at one point after 
I kind of really noticed like in season like one, two, and three, he was pretty heavy, but like towards like the end of season three and like a lot of season four, there really wasn't much going on with his eyeliner or guy liner, excuse me, Tom. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, it, it, that was a bit interesting. And I don't know if it, it was to kind of hint back or like point out like how he's becoming like really unraveled. And so with that, maybe they're trying to step away from the eyeliner. Although I sort of feel like that's a little oxymoronic a little bit with the effects. I don't know if they were going for a more natural look with being really tired, but I feel like they also really like added, like, you know, they had to make them look tired. So they had to add certain like makeup for that effect. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's very interesting though. I was kind of, I don't know if I was looking into it too, but I was like, is it, also to prove that he's becoming more and more human or more re- you know he's getting his redemption as he's falling in love and as that they're like well he, he's not as I wouldn't say evil but he's not as like I don't know how to Celestial. say it but more like yeah very the the journey he's going through means less of the guy liner but I just yeah. I don't know he looks right. good both ways <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly I know Trisha was like fangirling when he commented <laughs> on her at the con it was just funny about being beautiful and stuff but uh, yeah um uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she was like yeah I mean Tom, Which is funny. he's a very beautiful Well, I, what I loved about that whole thing was, I mean, Tom used to be a huge Battlestar Galactica fan, so he used to have like a crush mm-hmm. on Trisha, and <laughs> then she gets mm-hmm. cast as his mother. I just think it's yeah. the whole thing is funny, and but the, it's cool. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, I love his response pretty... to that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I just I love how like the cast. They all just get along. I mean, some cast claim they do, but this one you can really tell, mm-hmm. like, it's made oh, yeah. the show Proofs better. Proofs in the pudding. Yeah. yeah. Proofs in the pudding, no pun intended. Or intended. Either way. Probably either way. I just think it's funny that somebody at the con asked, have you ever, like, asked him about pudding? He's like, I still have oh, yeah. pudding all over. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Or sorry, Kev, yeah. <laughs> I have that. I have that content on my phone, and I got so excited when I looked back. I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> oh, oh, you're. Uh, there's no more. Ask your mom to buy you some more. Then, yeah, it's so great. Well, we could probably talk about this for hours, but being uh, that we pretty, we kind of don't want to give away spoilers, but kind of still want to talk about the show. Uh, for all the listeners out there mm. listening to this, that will listen to this, um, sorry if we gave away spoilers, but also didn't because we also want you to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> it's so worth it. Yeah. Well, uh, Charlotte, but thank like, you yeah. for joining me. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. It's been so fun. Awesome, and we'll probably do it in the future again once. Uh, I figure out this new 
system of recording, but we'll get there. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, it's been absolutely a blast. I love being able to talk about the show. Any chance I get, um, just it's so easy to talk about. And, and then again, a little hard because, you know, try to avoid some things with other people who want to, you know, watch it for the first time and whatnot. But yeah, it's been awesome. Great. Well, thanks again. Oh, thank you so much for